You're listening to Your Woo Woo Best Friend, a no BS approach to wellness, spirituality, manifestation, and all things mystical. This episode is brought to you by Herbal Face Food. If you love this episode, share it on your social media pages in order to be entered to win $500 in products, including the Serum One Cure and the Cure Soap from Herbal Face Food. More details about how to enter the giveaway at the end of the show. Hello, it's Andy. Welcome to Your Woo Woo Best Friend. Well, 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 this is a bonus episode. We have season three on deck, ready to begin very soon, right around the corner. We will be launching our third season. And in the meantime, as promised, we've got a bonus episode for you. We took a little holiday break. I took about two weeks and went and spent some time with family at the tippy top of a mountain in Colorado. I'm back in Los Angeles and very thrilled about what we have coming for you for season three. This conversation today is one that has been on my mind. If you've noticed, and maybe you haven't, I changed my bio on Instagram, I don't know, a couple months ago. And it says this, Andy, which is me, a maximal minimalist in LA. And Yes, that's truly who I am. I've been thinking a lot about this idea of maximal minimalism. I have by no means started this idea. This is certainly a conversation that's been around for a little while. But if you're wondering, what is maximal minimalism? How can I be both? If you know me and you know me well, you know that duality is a big part of my existence. I believe that nothing lives in light or dark alone. We have to have a little bit of each in order to fully live the human experience. When we think about the elements, there's fire and water. And when we think about who we are as human beings, we all have some of that feminine energy and we also have the masculine energy. And there's duality in nature. There is duality in business. There is duality in creativity. There is duality in every bit of what we experience as humans. Maximal minimalism is an intersection of spaciousness, of letting go, of wanting less. Those attributes of minimalism juxtaposed against the personality of maximalism, of boldness, of vibrancy, of wanting to be seen. And that's the duality. Domino Magazine wrote about this idea in a trend report a couple of years ago, and this really resonated with me. This is what they had to say. A maximal minimalist piece can frequently act as the centerpiece for a room set against a monochrome or even totally neutral backdrop. And of course, they're speaking in regards to interior design style And as I reflect on this, I see this idea of the centerpiece as a concept and a methodology that I have personally embraced in my life. The more I reflect on it, the more I noticed how it's been a theme in so much of what I do. And that may be in regards to my rituals, my daily practices. There is often a centerpiece. And when we begin to see things that way as a centerpiece, taking the stage in your life, we stop to beat ourselves up or 
tear ourselves down when we let one of the centerpieces take a backseat and let something else show up. So for example, all through 2020, I was incredibly devoted to my kundalini meditation practice. I went as far as getting a certification. I was up every morning on my yoga mat at 7 a.m., ready for my practice, doing multiple, multiple, multiple 40-day challenges through my kundalini yoga community. That is not something that is a centerpiece in my life right now. In 2018, I started studying human design. In every conversation I went in during that year, I was talking about human design. I was so excited about it. It was quite a centerpiece in my life. In 2019, I began studying shamanic ritual, went to classes, went to trainings, listened in on workshops, received my own treatments and experiences from shamanic practitioners. And it doesn't mean that any of those things in my life are not still incredibly important. They have become a part of my toolbox. And when I need one of those particular modalities to become a centerpiece, I can call it forward. I can invite it back into my life. Some of the things that are centerpieces of my life right now in the summertime, going to the beach, that is as meditative for me as any other more structured meditation practice, being by the water, being in the sand, taking long walks, My daily matcha, that's a meditation in itself every afternoon. What happens in my life is that I have been able to create this incredibly well-rounded and yet never overwhelming approach to self-care. In this bonus episode today, you're going to meet Michael Zinn, who is the founder of Herbal Face Food. Michael and I have a very similar philosophy to skincare. And I would say we both have a maximal minimalist approach to caring for skin. Before we get into the interview, I want to share this excerpt from Slate Magazine with you. The author is Jessica Defino, and Jessica writes this. My skin wants for nothing. It is lavished daily with all the buzziest beauty ingredients, ceramides and peptides, antioxidants and antimicrobials exfoliating enzymes, epidermal growth factor, stem cells, and squalene oil, collagen, of course, and hydrating humectants, glycerin, hyaluronic acid, lactic acid, and finally a face oil, one that's biocompatible and full of essential fatty acids. She goes on to write, you may scan that list and think, in this economy, but let me assure you, no plastic bottles were squeezed in the making of the skincare routine. I haven't used an essence or eye cream in years. I don't need to. You don't need to. The human body produces all the aforementioned chemicals on its own. Let that sink in for a second. Truly. And then she says, your skin uses these natural ingredients, the things we have within our body, to self-moisturize, to self-exfoliate, to self-protect, to self-heal, and even self-cleanse. So understanding all of that, why is it so challenging for us as women, as humans, to not just let our skin do its thing? There's marketing, there's advertising, there's conversations with friends, there's facialists, there's spas, and I truly am someone who understands this reality and yet still likes to have a centerpiece 
skincare product in my collection. Back to that maximal minimalism. And I find that Michael Zen, the founder of Herbal Face Food, is someone who's very similar to me in that. The other thing that I really believe in, as does Michael, is that our skin has everything it needs. And at the same time, sometimes we have done some damage to it. And a really incredible tool that's readily available to us is plant science. In this conversation today, which is brought to you by Herbal Face Food, we're going to have a conversation around how up until now, many conscientious women and men have been forced to face what Michael calls the skincare dilemma, choosing between lab-created synthetic chemical products that may produce short-term results but is rather toxic to the body, or on the other hand, plant-based products that may be incredibly safe but doesn't do much more than moisturize your skin. Michael and I totally agree that we have everything we need Michael is the author of the book, The Self-Health Revolution, which has been endorsed by Whole Foods, and his product collection, Herbal Face Food, has become the centerpiece of my skincare collection. The product is the most potent anti-aging, multi-correctional, antiviral skincare product on the market. It's handmade, and it is 100% plant ingredients. You can literally drink this stuff. So let's get into the conversation. Big thank you to Michael and the team at Herbal Face Food for sponsoring this episode and this show. And FYI, if you are not already doing so, make sure you're following our show on Instagram, your woo woo BFF, and Herbal Face Food at Herbal Face Food. We have a giveaway coming between us and the brand, and you won't want to miss it. Welcome to the show, Michael Zen. Hey, Michael, welcome to the show. Great to be with you. Yes, it's our first time Excited. getting Yeah, me too. It's our first time getting to meet this way. We've had a couple of phone conversations, so right. now we get to get we get to get way into it today. I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Well, first of all, I do want to say how grateful we are to be working with you and Thank and you. be a part of this today and how honored we are how much we believe in you and your brand and what you're doing and uh, your authenticity, your high integrity how much you're trying to help people and to become the best version of themselves and improve their lives. And, and we are too. And, we, and so we're very grateful to be working with you, have a lot of respect and admiration, uh, admiration for you. And so thanks for inviting us on today. Of course. So I want to take us back. You were about 40 and you had this moment in which you were like, I'm like very unwell. I'm, I'm not feeling good. I feel like I'm dying. And you chose to really do something about it. In a couple of months, you were able to lose weight. But it wasn't just about weight loss. It was about really improving every aspect of your physical health. And then after that, you decided, okay, I'm going to really devote myself to this. You read something like 200 books and started meeting with experts all around the world in order to really understand health from a new perspective for yourself, but then also to share that and really create something that is in your book, The Self-Health Revolution. So tell me about that transformation for you personally. Yeah, well, so I lost my dad um, at an uh, early age. And um, when I started getting older, I started looking in the mirror. It was looking like my dad I had a triple chin, a huge waistline. I had high blood pressure, high cholesterol, pre-diabetic. And I knew if I didn't do something, I would end up just like my dad. 
and maybe I would die earlier. Who knows? And um, so I just decided that I was going to, uh, I get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And, you know, that old saying that when the pain of staying the same outweighs the pain of change, then that's when we'll change. And so I hit that. Mm. I hit that wall where it was more painful to be me than to be someone new <laughs> and, and, and do all the things. And I began to research and study why am I so sick and tired and fat and medicated and why are so my friends going down that same road? You go to your family reunions and you look around, everybody's got a gut, everybody's tired, everybody's on some drug. And you're thinking, is this really the way it's supposed to be? And then you start trying to figure out why. You start trying to hack why are we all feeling this way? And I think the first thing I learned, it was the food. And I'm not talking about high calorie foods and fats and ice cream and donuts. Sure. Yeah, sure. But what I learned was um, the food is not what it used to be. And what granddad ate is not the food I'm eating. The meat has changed. The meat is yeah. loaded with female hormones, uh, which make that cow 50% fatter. So when I eat those hormones, I become uh, 50% fatter and I screw up on my hormone balances and I'm getting all kinds of chemicals. I'm getting all kinds of preservatives and I mean, um, it just, the list goes on and on that you don't realize what you're eating. And so one of the things that Michael Pollan, I mentioned him twice, um, he said in a book, um, that I read, it said, um, you are what you eat eats. And I thought it was a typo. Like when I first read it, I was like, that's a typo. <laughs> and then I, then I started thinking about it. You are what you eat eats. So what has this plant been eating? What has this cow been eating? What has the chicken been eating? What has this fish been eating that I'm eating? Because whatever they're eating, that's what I'm eating. And that was stunning to me because I was, I was walking around the grocery store and, that's, and I'm thinking, what has this been eating? What has this been eating? I couldn't get it out of my head. <laughs> and I started tracing it and realizing, oh my God, no wonder we're all sick. And you look at factory farming and all the, you know, the 20 plus washes that a plant sprout yeah. gets. Um, in its life and how it goes in the root and goes up into the plant and then we eat it. So all of this stuff um, was a shock to me. And I, that's, that's really got me going. And, and so what I did was I just started saying, I'm, gonna, I'm only going to feed my body the most nutrient-dense foods I can, unpolluted, whole, nutrient-dense foods in their natural setting as much as possible. And let's see what happens. And um, boom, you know, it, it, within three or four months, I, within four months or so, I was down to, I went from a 36 inch waist to about a 29 inch waist. I was wearing my wow. college pants, which I still am today, actually. And um, which is unheard of in my category. You know, when I go out and I meet people my age, they're like, they don't think, they think I'm a lot younger, first of all, and they're, and they're just not, you can tell they're just living the life I used to live. Anyway, that's what happened to me. And it was mind blowing. And what was, here's what was so exciting about it. It was so easy. It was literally so easy 
once I figured out what was happening, it became very easy. And the change was pleasurable. Yeah, because truly eating foods, like the types of foods that you're talking about, it is, it is quite joyful to be eating real food. There's an experience that you get to have when you're eating this way that is, I don't know, I think like as humans, we have this like reconnection to nature when we eat that way. And that in, in, in itself is right. joyful. And then you also just get the experience of whether you're cooking for yourself or you're, or you're finding other ways of, of bringing these foods into your life. You just get this experience of like, there's just a wholeness to it, like mm-hmm. a cycle to it that feels quite different. Yeah. And your body starts um, craving it and loving it, you know? Mm-hmm. So even today when I go out to eat, it's hard to eat out because there's so much crap out there, but yeah. but I'll eat the most nutrient dense foods on my plate. I eat that first. And because I've, my body's like loving that it looks for, it automatically knows what has the most nutrients in it. And, and over time, if you give your body that choice between pizza or these, these incredible leafy vegetables and fresh um, vegetables, your body's going to go that. And the problem is most people never give their body a chance to make those decisions and don't give it enough time. But given enough time, you will be like, oh my God, this is awesome. This is great. Uh, and the other stuff is like, eh, you don't really want it as much. You might have an occasional slice of pizza. Yeah, I'm not saying you don't do that or a donut or whatever, but it doesn't turn you on. Um, and that's, what's kind of amazing. I think most people don't believe that <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because they haven't really given themselves a chance to experience that. Yeah. Yeah. I totally co-sign on that. I went through an experience earlier, let's say last year, and basically I was having these crazy inflammation episodes to the point of which my my GP and my my dermatologist were like, maybe it's lupus. And we were having these like autoimmune conversations. I was completely freaked out. And then it's a little surprising I didn't make this choice first. But then I went to a holistic nutritionist. And my holistic nu- nutritionist, after we received the blood work back saying that, no, there was no, anti- um, there was no autoimmune markers, my nutritionist was like, well, I could have told you that. It's just the food you're eating. Like, that's literally what's happening, Andy. It's <laughs> like the food you're eating. And I thought I was eating really healthy. I really did. I, I'm, I've always been someone who's like not really into sugar. I'm not, I, I typically choose things that are pretty clean. But there were some things that were, I was just having I was having an experience of mm-hmm. having kind of some sort of trigger and mm-hmm. there were some things in my diet, specifically glutinous type of things. Mm-hmm. That was really the big, the big thing for me. But it, it, there was, I made the decision to make the, the diet change one week later, the crazy inflammation episodes I was having. And I'm talking like there was like red welts all over my wow. skin. It was gone in a wow. week and it has never come back, like never came back ever again. And the number one thing folks would ask me is, well, do you feel so deprived? Are you like hungry all the time? And I'm like, no, I feel amazing. I have so much energy. And my diet change wasn't tremendous. It was just making better choices of ultimately what you're talking about, what the plants that I was eating were eating, mm-hmm. really being mindful of, of mm-hmm. what sort of chemicals were being used on, mm-hmm. on my food mm-hmm. and making some shifts around 
you know, some of the, you, you actually mentioned this in your book, the, the breads and things like mm. that are not the same breads our grandmothers mm-hmm. were, were baking. It's a totally mm. different thing today. So just making some of those decisions and really like checking labels to make sure things were, mm-hmm. you know, have as little ingredients as possible made mm-hmm. a massive difference for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old fashioned bread. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And the body knows, you know, the body's very smart and, um, and we, and that's why it's so important to listen to your body, what you're doing. Yeah. It makes such a difference. Okay. I want to ask you about this. In your research, you found that during financial downturns, we are more likely to get sick. And I know everyone's like having these conversations about the recession and what, what our future, our near future could look like financially. So what are the reasons why we are more likely to get sick when we're experiencing unstable times? Well, there's a lot of stress. And so you typically gravitate towards old habits that, you know, um, comfort you, you know, so people drink more. Yeah, you know, so you're, mm. you're probably if you do like wine, you might want to drink more, um, and you or you might drink more tequila, whatever. And then you tend to you know like you tend to nurse yourself by eating foods you shouldn't be eating, and maybe eating more than you would typically uh, eat. Um, and then mentally, you're you're not feeding yourself mentally the way you should be, and um, and so your immune system's lower. And, um, and especially this time of year, it's interesting, um, people, if you look at the cycle of disease, usually, um, the flu and virus season happens in January. Well, when does that happen? It happens after the holidays when everyone is eating all this crap and they're drinking too much and, um, and then their body goes through this downturn in December and then by January they're getting sick because their immune systems and this happens every single year. Yeah. And so being very mindful, you know, if we're hitting a recession um, or we're going to hit a hard landing recession or maybe even worse, that's when you really have to start being super mindful. Like I've got to really be mindful <clears throat> of the sleep I'm getting. That's probably one of the biggest things you can do. You need to be getting seven to eight hours of sleep every night. It needs to be high-quality sleep and having strategies around that. Who am I hanging out with? You know, these are really positive people. Do I have a support where people are encouraging me and helping me become my best self? What is, what's my nutritional intake? It needs to be maximum nutrition across the board. If you feel down one day, eat some pizza. Eat, eat your favorite food. Take a day off. Have a few glasses of wine one day. And then get right back to uh, feeding yourself. So we have to be very, um, you know, aggressive and, um, you know, take positive steps in the direction because we know something negative um, might be coming down the pike. Don't let things happen to you. Prepare and be ready for what's going to happen ahead of time. And that's, you know, that takes extra energy. A lot of people... You know, they kind of just let things happen to them. And um, and I, I kind of like thinking ahead. So if you know you're going to be facing something serious, it's time to start getting ready now and and not be surprised by it. And, um, 
you know, these kinds of uh, recessions and downturns can also be incredible opportunities. I mean, look at how many people blossomed uh, during COVID, right? They totally changed their whole life, their whole trajectory in one of the worst times we've seen. So It's very true. It's very true. And we all have an opportunity to choose how we want to approach these times, how we want to how we want to move through tough times. We've, we've got an opportunity to really make good decisions if we want to. Yeah, absolutely. It can be a great opportunity um, to really outperform and become the best version of yourself in, in a tough time. And you can even use it as a catalyst um, to motivate you to do that. So um, it's just a matter of what you, it really is a, it's about your mindset, how you, you know, how, it's not what's happening to you. It's how you're going to deal with what's happening to you. So, but I do think we're headed towards a storm. It's been coming a long time when it will hit. I don't know, but I do think 2023, early uh, 2023 to mid uh, financially, I think we're going to hit, hit a wall. So I would be ready for that, but be ready for it. And you, that means you've got to be burning all, all cylinders, you know, and taking everything to the highest level you can starting now. Yeah, and really being your most well self in order to That's right. fire those cylinders up. Absolutely. Okay, I want to pivot our conversation to this second revolution that you've committed yourself to, and that is the skincare revolution. So tell me a little bit about the story of how you found your way into the world of skincare. <laughs> well, I, it was weird. I, you, people say, well, you know, why did you decide to go into skincare? And I'm like, yeah, I really didn't. And I didn't really even intend to be an author either. So um, it all just happened because I was learning things that I used to heal myself. And then I started sharing that with other people. So um I started doing all these interviews. You know, my book got endorsed by Whole Foods Markets and the founder of Whole Foods. And I, my book was at every checkout at Whole Foods. And I was doing all these TV interviews. And I had these dark patches on both sides of my face because I used the tan and tanning beds for like uh, 15 years or something. And uh, they said I damaged my skin and uh, it's permanent. They can laser it, bleach it, but it's going to come back. It's permanent. And I was like, permanent? Are you kidding me? Um, that's not possible that it's permanent. And I started looking, um, you know, one of the things I've done a lot of research on with my book was the auric scale and botanical antioxidants, anti-aging. And so I remembered the auric scale and I said, you know what, I'm going to go back. And the auric scale is the only scientific scale in the world that evaluates the antioxidant capacity of a given ingredient. It's the only one in the world. Mm. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to find the most powerful botanicals ever tested on the aura scale, and I'm going to start formulating. And I'm going to start using that on my face. Interesting. And I'm going to prove these guys wrong. <laughs> and I'm going to heal myself. And so within five weeks or so, I was using this first formula I came up with. It was the very first formula without any changes, really. Within four or five weeks, it was gone. All the hyperpigmentation went away, and everybody was blown away. And um, 
So I started giving product away to anybody in Malibu where I lived in LA. And then we started shipping around the world just free. Here, try this. And uh, within six months, we ended up in Korea um, just by word of mouth. And um, I had no idea. Believe me, I had no idea Korea was like the skincare mecca of the world uh, at that time. I, I really, I had no idea. And we became a cult brand in Korea overnight. Uh, today, we're in all the high-end stores there. We have a huge K-pop following. Um, and it's been, you know, mind-blowing what happened in Korea. And then five years ago, we decided, hey, let's bring this back to the U.S. and take it worldwide, but really elevate it. And then I spent the last five years really improving the formulation even beyond where it was. So it's a 5.0 today from where it was even then. And, um, and, you know, now we're blowing up around the world. We've made the cover of Vogue recently with Giselle wearing our product. Um, Leanne Rimes came out on the cover of New Beauty raving about the product, healing her skin. Vogue International chose us, their top 10 beauty pick for 2021. But, you know, all of that, it's happened. We don't have a PR team. We don't know anybody. We haven't paid anybody. So all that's been happening really because there's this huge groundswell of people talking about it. And... Um, you know, what they say is, oh, my God, this stuff really works. It really does what you say it's going to do and and does more than what you say it's going to do. And um, and I do say it's going to do a lot. So <laughs> to say it does more is uh, – but it does actually because I couldn't tell you everything it does because you wouldn't believe me. You probably won't believe me anyway. But if I tell you everything, you certainly wouldn't believe me. <laughs> Yeah. So you, well, first I want to say this. I told you the last time we chatted that this was the first product that when I used it, my husband in a couple of days was like, what if, what are you doing differently? <laughs> like he noticed wow. a, just a significant difference in the, the hyperpigmentation that I specifically have on my chest. Like he was like, you're like the spots on your chest are not like they're going away. Wow. Like, what are you doing? Wow. What a perceptive yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, obviously, like, he likes to check out my chest. And so, so I was like, well, okay, good. he's got eyes on yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm, I, I probably at that point was like maybe two weeks into using the product. That's probably the reality of what it had been, like, about two weeks. And when you and I just got on to start recording, I was like, I literally have your product sitting on my desk. Like, I sit here at my desk, like, when I've got a, you know, little time between mm -hmm. meetings or when I'm working on things, and I, I use these products that religiously mm -hmm. that they are seriously, like, sitting mm -hmm. in front of me on my <laughs> desk. And there's what's, – what's so amazing, I find, about these products is this is not – a product that is simply plant-based. This is actually a plant product, right. like fully a only plant plants. product. And it's it's only plants. Mm -hmm. And that is very unique. And as 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 much as the the clean beauty space wants you to believe that all these products out there are plant mm -hmm. plant products, this is truly a real plant product. And we we all kind of know at this point that the clean standard is really like who's really setting that standard. Right. It's it's like a little hard to to know what truly is clean and what isn't clean. So tell me a little bit about your process and formulating a product that would actually be a plant product versus something that's plant simply plant based. Yeah, so uh, you know, you'll see a lot of plant based 
products so you can go down to Sephora. You would almost think Sephora is like a green clean institution yeah. if you go down and look at all the marketing and and the posters and such. What you'll find is there's a lot of greenwashing. So greenwashing is um, where you have a little bit of plant in there, but you also have a lot of chemicals. And it looks green, but then when you drill down, like the top five ingredients are chemicals <laughs> with some plants. And then you'll have uh, true green, clean products, um, but they may not have a lot of plant material, um, and they, they may have a lot of carriers uh, as well. Uh, and, and, and what it means is it's not bad for you, um, but it's not going to really do anything. And then there's none of those products if the green clean or the, the not green clean skincare products that have um, any rating on any scientific scale around anti-aging, antioxidants. So our philosophy is um, antioxidants equals anti-aging. Oxidation is what causes aging. Oxidation is what happens to an apple when you cut it and leave it on the counter and it turns brown. That is aging. That is oxidation. If you put vitamin C on that apple, it's going to turn brown at a slower pace, like in a few hours uh, versus a few minutes. If you put herbal face food on that, it's not going to turn brown for days. But why is that? Because our antioxidants are so much more powerful than vitamin C. Vitamin C is 100,000 on the auric scale. Our product is 30 million on the auric scale. And so we have ingredients like astaxanthin that are 100,000 times the power of vitamin C as an antioxidant. And so that's, that's where you get all the power from our product. And so it's based on science, um, and that's why it really works. So it not only works to slow down, stop, reverse aging, it also heals things. And um, I shouldn't use that word, heal. It addresses things. Um, but it, it will address acne and rosacea, eczema, psoriasis, melasma, scarring, you name it. And um, hyperpigmentation, um, any number of things, just about any skin ailment that you can think of, it's going to have improvement on because it has such power. You take all of the phytochemicals. We have 50 botanicals from all over the world. With our new product, we have over 100. And you combine all those, and they're just going to do crazy things um, for your skin, things you couldn't imagine were possible. And so um, so we're green clean on green steroids. You know, So a lot of people yeah. have tried green products, and they're not impressed they call it. Um, they call themselves slow beauty. You know, use it for six months to a year. Maybe you'll see something. Um, and they're, they're not impressed. And so a lot of people go back to the chemicals because at least they have to have a result. And uh, and we blow away the chemicals because we're actually healing the skin. We get rid of melasma with no bleaching agent. So people are like, "Well, how do you get rid of melasma?" And we're like. Um, we healed the skin and like, we well, don't, you don't have any bleaching agents. No, we don't need them because we actually heal the damage on a cellular level. So we don't have to bleach it. <laughs> They're like, uh, you don't have to bleach it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cause the skin can heal itself, right? Give it the nutrition and it will take, it can heal that 
cell itself. And that's a whole new way of looking at skincare. It absolutely is. I have always been, I shared this with you before, my background is with Aveda. I've always been, I've always been a plant. Mm -hmm. I've always been a plant person. And I've also always been as what I would call a skinimalist where it's like, I don't think I need 17 treatments every night and like this retinol and this spot treat and this vitamin C. It's like, I, I just want to have my, my skin feel nourished Mm -hmm. and hydrated and do a little bit of treatment if necessary Mm -hmm. in a way that is targeted and that's not causing all sorts of irritation and peeling Mm -hmm. and all of this, all this crazy stuff. And so I think, I think I've always kind of been of the mindset that you don't have to choose between lab-created synthetic mm-hmm. chemical products or your plant-based. You just have to find the mm-hmm. right plant mm-hmm. products. And you're really you're really proving that to be mm-hmm. true with this collection of mm-hmm. products. Yeah, and I, speaking of Aveda, I, I love the old Aveda, and I've listened to countless speeches by the founder, um, yeah. Of course, and I see him as the predecessor to us. I see us as a beta 2.0, like where he would have gotten same if he had gotten where yes. he was going. And um, agreed. And he was the pioneer. Of course, the, the big company came in and bought them, and we know all about yeah. that. It's not quite the <laughs> How same. That works. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think he was on to that, and and we, I feel like we're the extension of that. We're you know we're a beta two or 3.0 and um yeah and we still have not seen um ultimately what these plants can do because we're always discovering new stuff you know i have 50 more botanicals in my new product we're also finding other botanicals that have never been tested before but now they're being tested on the org scale and there is high or higher uh than a you know, globe is the highest thing ever tested on the org scale it's 10 million all by itself. So clove is the king of, but we are finding other botanicals that are even Mm -hmm. higher. So we're at a 30 million auric. I think we could get to a 50 million or more. Um, And then you've got not just the raw auric rating power. You also have um, all of this chemistry that's going on, um, you know, uh, with all the different, phytochemicals combined and how you know if you take a um a pharmaceutical right and you combine it with other pharmaceuticals then you get exponential toxicity and and by the way the pharmaceutical companies side note they're not even required to test for that um so if you're taking five pharmaceuticals which the average 65 year old is they don't even have to test this you know of the what happens when you mix all five of these uh, but what happens is <laughs> they become exponentially toxic. <laughs> Duh. I mean, why wouldn't they? And so they become even worse. Well, the, what's interesting is the opposite is true. So if you take, you know, the world's most powerful antioxidants, the top five, and you mix them, they get, they become exponentially more powerful um, as antioxidants and in other phytochemical ways and so and that's why you'll see me combining i told someone the other day that i'm my new formulation will have over 100 botanicals and they're like are you crazy <laughs> what are you, you know i'm like no we're not and um and so we, we love doing that well, I, I guess what i'm trying to say is we haven't you know what 
Aveda started, um, you know, we're, we're extending, but there's no finish line because there's so many things, you know, we're seeing hair growth, we're seeing, um, you know, all kinds of other applications. Um, I'm working on a massage product because what a great opportunity to feed the body. You've got someone laying there naked and you can rub the most powerful, um, phytonutrients all over their skin during a massage. Oh, wow. And so there's a lot of applications that I'm looking towards that I'm really excited about. Brilliant. Yeah, I love that one of your mantras of the brand is you eat what you put on your skin. And being an old school Aveda gal, I was around in those days when Horst was demonstrating that you could, in fact, drink the hairspray. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love that about that guy. <laughs> I love that. And I, I should probably do more of that. <laughs> but I do eat it. But I haven't, I haven't ate that much on... I just figured the FDA now is probably going to call me <laughs> up or something if I start doing that. They're going to be like, what? I don't what? think the FDA was as crazy as they uh, are now back then. But Yeah, yeah, I think you're right about that. But it's it's so good to know. I mean, come on, we all know our skin is our largest organ. And so we should be thinking about like what we're slathering all over our bodies and our faces and you know, all of our, all of our parts that that stuff is getting absorbed right into our bloodstream. Well, it's, it's, it's like, entering it's a the great body. opportunity. So it's a great opportunity. So, um, yeah, you do eat what you put in your skin. Your skin is your largest organ. Most importantly, your skin is your largest mouth. And so, and, uh, you don't eat constantly throughout the day with your mouth, but you do with your skin. So whatever it touches your skin, 72% is going to end up inside. So why not seize that opportunity? Um, what can I put on my skin that's going to massively feed my body from the outside in? I could be eating nutrient-dense foods through my skin all day long. Yeah, you can be by what you put on your skin. And so not only is it going to make your skin younger and heal your skin, but it's going to get in your bloodstream. It's going to get in your organs. It's going to circulate throughout your body. It's going to feed your baby if you have a baby. Um, and so why not put things on your skin and look at your skin as a vehicle to feed your body uh, from the outside in? And you, and you could eat things a lot more powerful and intense through your skin than you could through your mouth because it's not going to taste very good. And so this is the concept of herbal face food. It's feeding your body from the outside in and um, just using that. And, and you know when you eat things <clears> – <throat> on your skin, it goes in your body differently. It doesn't get filtered by the liver. Most things don't get filtered by the liver through the skin. So you have the opportunity to absorb things in a much higher capacity uh, than you would normally get. And so at a very, I know this is maybe, I think you understand and, and your listeners will, but at a very high level, we're a nutritional supplement, nutrient-dense food for the skin and the whole body from the outside in. Yeah, the name is completely appropriate for what this product is. Yeah, does. and I was told I should change the name yeah. because it's not very sexy. <laughs> I, think it's, I, think, I think it's pretty sexy. I'm into it. It's exactly what it does. It's, it's, it's feeding you through, these, through herbs. It's amazing, through yeah. botanicals. I love it. I'm never going to change yeah. it. So. Uh. 
It's, it's amazing. And you know, the really cool thing is, and I know you know this, you do not get the sort of results that you get in terms of the reach your product has without a massive marketing spend or having some sort of big machine That's behind right. you without being an incredibly, incredibly effective product. You just don't get, you don't, it doesn't right. happen unless your product actually does what, what you That's say right. it's going to do. And, and, um, and we're just beginning. We, we have, um, our penetration is just beginning. We're growing exponentially, of course. And if you look at the top selling anti-aging creams and uh, serums around the world, they're, they're basically marketing companies. And they're very good, extremely well-funded marketing companies. And you're right. Um, that's why they're making it. And, um, and I talk to people every day. They're like, oh, yeah, I tried that. It really sucks. Or, yeah, it, 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 it did something, but not that much. And I would say 99% um, of the people I talk to around the world is probably higher than that, actually, but uh, have told me they're just very disappointed. They're very disappointed with the products that they're using and the hype, and once they get them, the results. It's a very disappointing market in general um and and that's why people when i they're like i guess it makes my job easy because if i can do one of the things i tell them it's going to do they're like blown away <laughs> yeah and much less you know all the things that it actually does do yeah yeah well it's just um it's a reminder of what you said at the beginning of our conversation that Modern medicine doesn't know everything. Plants have had a much longer lifetime than modern medicine has. And our body knows how to heal itself. And then when we, when we incorporate plant wisdom into our healing, we can really do amazing things. Yeah, absolutely. Plants are geniuses. So they had, they've had to um, survive thousands and thousands of years. And they've um, created um, phytochemicals to do just about everything. Uh, and so um, we just haven't tapped into that. And the body knows them. So because they're part of the earth, your body recognizes them. So I can take my product. It's antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, antimicrobial, okay? And you can put it on your skin. You can actually heal a wound with it. And you can kill the germs, but it will not harm the body. It doesn't harm good bacteria. It, it, uh, and so it addresses the bad bacteria without harming the good bacteria. Well, how does you can't do that with pharmacology because the, you know, it's like having a smartphone versus a dumb phone. Pharmacology is dumb, it's non intelligent, right? Plants are intelligent, so it knows. Um, what is bad bacteria, what's good bacteria, and your body knows how to use it. And so it's not seen as a toxin because the body knows how to use it. So all these things that we tend to ignore, and um, and I'm not against medicine. You know, I'll take uh, antibiotic if I need it. I'm, it's usually last resort. I'll take a sure. aspirin if I need it. It's usually last resort. And so there is a place for modern medical intervention i think is the best thing that that it does but it doesn't know anything about prevention and it doesn't know anything about nutrition and boosting immunity um and so that's where all of all the botanicals come in and i think some of us have come to believe you know that 
this stuff is better. You know, um, it's just like when they came out, it's in my book, I talk about mother's milk, you know, when they came out with, with the artificial breast milk, they were telling moms it was better than, <laughs> it was better than what their bodies were creating. <laughs> and a vast majority of women believed that. And they started using the formula and it's not anywhere it doesn't even hold a candle next to mother's milk. Mother's milk changes on a daily, weekly basis based on what the baby needs. I mean, come on, give me a break. And so that's what I'm talking about. Um, and so um, plants, things from nature are profoundly more intelligent. And, um, it's, you know, you've got to find the, the right plants from the right soils in the right formulation. And once you do, you can outperform the lab every day of the week. You're one of the few people in the world. Uh, we have a very curated elite group of creators around the world that we're working with. You're one of them. And this is the only place in the world that you'll get a discount on our product. So we don't do sales. Uh, we don't, sorry, we don't do Christmas or Black Friday or Mother's Day. So the only way anyone in the world can get a discount on our product is from you and people like you. And uh, obviously you go to our website, herbalfacefood.com. Make sure you put that code in. It's a one-time only 20% uh, discount. And so um, you might be tempted to go on there and get our little bottle. We have a little 10 mil bottle that will last you a few days. And then we have a 30 mil and a 50 mil. I'll encourage you to go ahead and get the 50 mil. And, uh, I so I so back you up on that. Yeah, of course. In, in the, here's what: <laughs> go ahead and get the larger size because we have an empty bottle guarantee. So even if you use the whole bottle and you don't like it, you can get your money back. Obviously, we're betting that you're going to love it and you're not going to want to return it. And so, uh, go ahead and take advantage of the full twenty percent off. Get the big bottle; you'll get more time out of it. You'll get more usage out of it. You're going to get more results. And then if you don't like it, you can return it. You know, we just ran, I was asking my assistant the other day to run some numbers on returns because I wanted to update us. And like, how many returns are we getting? And she said the industry standard was like 20% or something like that. It was, it was more than that. Wow. And we're at 2%. So we have a 2%, 2 wow. return. I was like, oh my God, that's great. I didn't know it was that low, honestly. I was shocked. It was like 2.3% returns. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, you know, I've, we've already, I've already raved about the product, but when it does what it does, when it does more than what you say it will do, you don't, you don't need <laughs> you don't, to return it. And we're betting on that. So go ahead and go for it. Get the largest size and, and really use it and use a lot of it. You know, we, what we do encourage you to do is use more of our product than you would typically use because it is plants, it is botanicals, there's no toxicity. And so you're going to use more. Don't use a drop or a pea size. Really go for it. And if you take, you know, two to four weeks and really go after it, um, you're going to see the results. It's why I think I just gravitated towards this brand so quickly because it was something that I I. I had missed. I hadn't seen, and and since those right. early days of Aveda, when it was such a different product, and it's it's so great to see this commitment to 
to the science of plants being just really come, coming full circle and to see your brand taking lead on. Well, this, thank this you. Gorgeous. I feel privileged and honored um, um, with you, with all of your wealth of knowledge and all of the experience you have. And um, to see it, it really means a lot to me. And um, so I feel that way too. I feel the way you do too. And it is, you know, we're, our, we worship plants. And so I'm not the genius. I, yeah, I did. I found the plants. We were formulating them, but it's the plants um, who are the geniuses and who have the power and, uh, and that we, that we worship. So the other thing I did want to mention though, before we go is I'd like to give everybody on this podcast, I'd love to give all of you a free copy of my book, uh, the self-health revolution. Um, it's the only book ever endorsed by whole foods markets and the founder. If I had to describe it, it's a health book for non-health nuts. And so it's a very easy read. It's entertaining. Um, we call it guy friendly because there are pictures on every page and (laughs) (laughs) not to insult guys around the world, but that helps us go to the next page. (laughs) We see a picture. (laughs) And so we have a lot of guys reading it. It's a very simple way of understanding in a very complex world. And if you go down to, you know, Barnes and Noble, whatever, looking books on nutrition or losing weight or whatever, you're going to just go crazy. Uh, so it's a very simple, easy read about how to get healthy and change your life. And you can, you can, it's so easy, honestly, to turn your life around, uh, physically, mentally, spiritually. And we do talk about a lot of spiritual things in there too. But anyway, I'd love to give everybody a copy of that book. If you'll go to Herbal Face Food on um, Instagram and put in there that you were on this podcast uh, with Andy and me and say, I'd like to have a copy of my book. Uh, then we will reach out to you and let you know how to get that. And I um, would love for you, everyone to have that. Brilliant. Thank you so much. That's so generous. Thank you so much for that. Well, we love it. You know, that's what we love doing the most, you know, is sneaking our book into people's lives. Uh, via skincare yeah. and beauty and anti-aging. <laughs> and I do have moms that will reach out to me and like, Michael, I got your product and I love it and it's changed my skin. But your book, you know, we read your book. We cleaned out our pantry. We cleaned out the fridge. We're making your smoothie. We don't get sick anymore. And it's changed their whole trajectory. And that's when I really get excited because it's not just skincare now. It's their whole lifestyle we've impacted. And you know how that feels. That's the greatest thing you can experience. Absolutely. Michael, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you for being here with me today. So wonderful to get to spend time with you. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel really honored. And I can't wait to maybe meet you in person sometime. And let us know any way we can support you and your brand um, you. you know, we really love what you're doing and I love your heart for people and how much you care about people. Thank you. Right back at you. Have a great one. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for this episode. We will be back with the official start of season three next week. If you're interested in entering the giveaway in partnership with Michael's company, Herbal Face Food, you can win $500 in products. That includes the Serum One Cure and Cure Soap, plus several other goodies. 
All you have to do is share this episode on your social. Make sure you tag us at your woo woo BFF. Bonus points if you also tag herbal face food. And that's it. Voila, you are entered. We will be drawing a winner in a couple of weeks. So share this episode as often as you feel called for more entries and good luck. If you've loved this episode, we hope you'll participate. See you again next week for season three. Thank you for being a part of our family here at Your Woo Woo Best Friend.